Today I'm going to bring you something that usually you don't pay that much design until you actually have the whatever you have designed in front of you and you start to use it. And it is ergonomics. And you're asking why? Why ergonomics? What has to do with that? You know, I am just designing a door for example, or just designing a I don't know, a workplace, and my work is worker is going to be here and that's it. They say, yeah, true. Uh, you have some design considerations, but did you have them all? And that's the point I'm going to bring you today. So the thing is that you are working, for example, uh, designing your kitchen. That's a, let's say, a common quote-unquote mistake that will happen. They start to design your kitchen and you say, okay, I'm going to put the microwave here and then the fridge on this side, and blah, blah, blah. And then you realize something. When you want to load your microwave, you put it on the at the height of your eyes or your head more or less. You'd want to load it and load it with, I don't know, for example, milk, water. Everything goes fine. But the moment you try to load it with something heavier, your arms are not pulling that pushing, taking into account. You didn't take into account that they are not that well trained for that uh, purpose. And it's not your fault. Well, kind of, it's your design. But it's not the fault of your arms. It is the way we are designed. And a lot of those small details that didn't, uh, let's say, that you couldn't take into consideration until you know about ergonomics. And for example, if you put your microwave lower around your knees, maybe you can put inside something that is heavier and is not going to fall when you, you know, <laughs> put it inside of the microwave. But what is ergonomics? Ergonomics in general is the study and the, well, yeah, the, mostly the study of how we interact with the rest of the world. But not uh, we as experience it, but also how we move around the world and how our body should be resting, movement, exerting forces with the things that surround us. And that's uh, really important. For example, what is uh, what is better to have a good uh, for example sitting place when you are doing a precision uh, work or having a good uh, you know being standing up and just uh, do it uh, with your arms a little bit resting on top of the table directly and seems so stupid but maybe the second answer is the best one because when at least uh, when some people most of the people uh, the paint miniatures, you, you have noticed it. You start to curve the moment you, you want to paint a miniature. However, if you put your arms on, let's say, the, 
at the same level as your shoulders, then you can actually work a little bit better. It is true that uh, your rest of the body is going to be a little bit weird at the beginning. You are standing up, standing on your feet during long periods of time, but the counterpart is that your arms are going to be a little bit more rested and your back is going to be straight all the time. If not, it is really likely that you will curve while you are doing that. And curving is not good for your back. As if you haven't experienced it yet, you will experience with years. But it's not only that. For example, I want to open a door. I'm going to use a, any door knob. And okay, that, that's, that's fine. But can you make it better? Which one should you use? And actually, there are better designs than others. If you use a ball, your hand cannot grab it that well. Your fingers, if they are weak, for example, for an old elderly person, cannot be that good. And that uh, needs to be taken into account. You need to have a method for that person to open the door. So it's better if you make an L-shaped uh, doorknob. And the same for out of small details in daily day basics. And it's especially important uh, with furniture. With furniture, uh, for example, if you are going to work in the office, you always have to have back, uh, the back uh, of your seat in the right position that it is going to support your back. So your lower back is always going to be supported. And that's especially when people start to complain that they have problems. It's maybe not well adjusted or maybe the chair that they choose is shitty. Or for example, what is the color, uh, the right color for your screen? What should be the, should, be the, should it be a warm color? Should it be a cool color? Small details that you will need to take into account. But, and in the end, uh, yeah, unless you have been working with it, if you start to design something like that, it's not, you, you, you don't think about it. That is true. You just think, okay, can I do this? Can a normal person do this? Yeah, sure. But that's the problem. Can a normal person do this? And here's like inconvenient. Or, well, it's a design choice that uh, has been taken. Ergonomics only takes into account 90% of the population as such. Why so? Well, uh, there is a reason. When you are designing something, you can take into account, for example, a person that is uh, 2 meters, 2 meters 20 even, and you are like, yeah, I'm going to design all my doors, for example, for this person, or can I just choose, you know, someone that is just 2 meters, or shall I design uh, all my interrupters for someone who is 1 meter? For example, could be the, with the issue of kids, but not only kids, there are also people that doesn't have that much height. And it's important to decide to them. But you are not always taking them into account. It's a choice that uh, as a society we have made. It's the same with, for example, room temperatures. When you design a house and you design the interior of the house, if it's going to have uh, aircon, for example, or the, you are going to calculate the mean temperature of the house along the year, you are going to take, you are going to be sure that that temperature is going to be fitting for most of the people, not for everyone. There's always one person that is going to complain it is too cold or it is too hot. And that is by design. At least for, for example, in the data that I know that uh, we use in Spain, most of the people is taking into account it is divided between women and men because at the time it was 
you know, it was uh, done that way. But also you have the mixed data. So in the end, it is a warm house or a cold house for everyone or expected for everyone. But it is true that indeed uh, they have uh, different parameters and you are not going to make everyone happy. But those are small details about uh, ergonomics that you have to take into account. And now let's go back to our topic on engineering. Okay, we have furniture, we have uh, you know seats, we have uh, screens and everything. But have you thought about, for example, when fixing a car, what is the best position for the worker? How do you place the nuts and what kind of forces can they exert? Or, for example, if you are making a big machine, something like a, a machine for uh, packing or treating the, the milk, and you have, you know, typical machine that puts the milk inside of a box and then carries away with the line. Maybe someone is going to repair that. And yeah, if uh, you put the, the bolts, for example, too far away from where they are supposed to be standing, maybe some people are not going to reach. Yeah, let's say you design it for Europe, but later on, that machine was going to be shipped to Asia. And Asia people, yeah, they have a shorter mean than the European uh, mean. So also another detail that you have to keep in your mind. Or for example, you are designing a, the same machine, you are designing it in Asia, and then you bring it to, to Europe, so the other way around. And you think, oh yeah, this person will totally squeeze in this uh, you know, small cavity that we have here, so they can extend their arm and turn this knob, or tighten this bolt. And uh, then you bring it here, and that doesn't work like that. that per the person that uh, you design it for, it's bigger than you expected, and it's not going to fit in that narrow gap. But oh well, that's uh, you have a lot of tables when you do this kind of design. You have a lot of my uh, bodies, usually in the, your CAD design, that can be used to see if that person is going to fit, it's not going to fit. And also you have range of movements. So when you use the tables or the documents where you have the, all the ergonomics uh, information, you have the movement of the hand and where it's going to exert more, uh, more force and where it's going to exert less force. So it's quite interesting. I think, uh, yeah, when you are, for example, designing your kitchen, designing, uh, I don't know, the, the shelves that uh, you have just mounted, you have to think, okay, if I put everything that is heavy uh, down at the bottom, Maybe it's going to be easier for me to just load it and unload it. Or maybe next time that you design a big machine where someone has to get in, you have to think about it. And also keep in mind that uh, yeah, the people has to build it and unbuild it sometimes, especially for repairs. People have to take care of those things. So be aware that uh, the hands has to reach because I have seen it a lot and it's a mistake that usually happens that you don't take into account the shape or the size of a hand. And then you run into this problem that is like, yeah, you reach with the tool. But what if I don't have that tool and I have a small and shorter tool? What do you do in that uh, in those situations? Maybe you can use your hand if you just uh, left enough space. But as always, it is interesting to see how uh, our human body has led us let us 
to different design choices that in the end they have to be made. And with that, we have created design that adapt to us instead of us adapting to the design, which is, in my opinion, a fault in the design. Thank you everyone, I hope you have enjoyed yet another episode of If It Isn't Stupid But It Works. Probably this is going to be, if not the last one, the previous to the last one of the, this season. It has been a really nice half year. I hope that, that you have enjoyed. There's one more episode to come, so I will say a final goodbye. But so far I am really happy with what this, how is this going. So far I can say that after the summer, after, you know, maybe a well-deserved holidays, I will try to refresh my knowledge, get new insight, new small designs, small design choices that we have need in, the, in, our, in our day-to-day basis as an engineer that maybe you don't know and maybe you can make yourself. But anyhow, I'm leaving. Thank you everyone one more time. Please share with your family, please share with your friends. Give me a comment. I'm on Instagram, so you can always reach me there. Also, I am on iTunes, I'm on Spotify, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on Stitcher Radio. So please listen to me. There have I have more episodes. This is the first of this kind, but you can always try to listen to one of the previous ones. And as always, I hope to see you next time. Bye bye.